Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We're back, Baruch Hashem, another Hachzeik, and this is going to be day number 61, Wednesday, Mishnah Gimel and Parakdal. We're learning for a four shlema of Penina Sarabat, Getel Mindel, for a four shlema of Karv Mamesh Amen, and let's get started. Who are you? Mary would say, Don't make fun of anybody. And don't really actually speak bad or disdainful about anything. Why is that? Because because there isn't anybody doesn't have his moment, there isn't a place that doesn't have its time. And this means you shouldn't embarrass. You shouldn't, even the most degraded of individuals, don't be like that. Don't be that person to always find the weakness in everybody and exploit it and make fun of it to try to like kind of prop yourself up. That person will never be able to come back and bite me. So therefore, whatever, it's open season. I can, no, never think that. Why? Now, is that really the reason? Right? He says, says, well, the reason why is because, uh, let's face it, the person could come back. Is that, is that the only reason? No. Um, the real reason is because you don't make fun of people. It's because that's just the way that it goes. You're not Mavasa people. Unfortunately, people don't remember their rules of kindergarten. If you would ask a kindergarten kid, why do you make fun of somebody? The kid would mom would say, well, I don't want to be made fun of. Do you want to be made fun of, right? That worked for us when we were back in elementary school. And that was the real reason. What changed was we got too smart for ourselves. We just got too smart, right? And now uh, you have to come up with a whole Hakira. You know, Mr. Sharm, when, when he opens up, he says to us, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you too many things you don't already know. Mamish, we already know so many of those things. But he says, because they're so well-known, you forgot them. And over here as well, because it's so well-known, over here, the Tana has to give us another reason. He has to give us consequence of the moment. You see, consequence of the moment speaks to us much stronger. And it's saying to us that... With this in mind, the kindergarten concept, you don't want to be made fun of, but guess what? You will be made fun of by this person because you don't have anything or anyone or any place that doesn't have its time or have its place. And so it will come back to bite you. Meaning it almost has to come with somewhat of a threat because we don't remember and we don't live life like we were back when we were smaller. Next, Mishnah, Mishnah, a person should be so exceedingly humble because let's face it, the tikva, the hope of man, meaning where you end up is, you end up being worm food. That's where you end up. That don't try to make yourself too great because the worms that are eating you, they're going to actually be shave more than you. When your body's lying dead in the ground, it's immobile, there's no life to it. Those worms, yeah, I know they're just worms, but Lamaisa, they got more life than you do. And this is what it says, How terrible it is for somebody to become so egotistically driven and so arrogant inside his own mind that he keeps on pushing himself up and so full of pride. The Rambam says, This is coming to tell us, Generally speaking, you should go with the middle ground. That's the best way to go. And he gives us examples. Like when it comes to money, 
a person shouldn't be just like spending everything, but at the same time, you shouldn't be a miser. You should go find the middle ground. When it comes to Azarius, a person should also be a middle ground, meaning Azarius means that uh, to be cold-hearted. No, uh, rather you find a middle ground. You shouldn't be a complete Rahman because then you're going to end up having mercy on people who don't deserve mercy, and that will be really a, pervert, uh, a perverted judgment that would come out of that. But at the same time, you can't be a man without Rahman. So you find a middle ground. This one, though, far, far away. This one, you don't have a midah that's as harsh as this one. And you should know, so many other mitzvahs in the Torah, they depend on where you're holding inside your own arrogance. It doesn't just make you forget Hashem, like it says, Meaning, it's not just that it makes you forget Hashem, which it does, but really it's the cause of so many averes. How is it the cause of so many averes? Think about it for a second. A person decides he wants to look at certain things he shouldn't. He decides he wants to talk in a certain way or even eat things that he's not meant to. Whatever it may be, a lot of times it begins with this thought. I earned it. I deserve it. Hashem will forgive me. Come on, he doesn't, like I know Hashem, like, as if you're holding in some place that you know stuff. That's all arrogance. Where did arrogance? Oh, you know, you know how Hashem works. And so because of that, if only there was humility inside the person that you don't know how Hashem works, you don't have a, a, a cognizant understanding of it, it would have been a different story. That we have a machlekes in Misalta Saita. One, Chanamar Bishamta, the Isbe Bishamta, the Lesbe. That he should be bishamta de isbe. You should be shamta excommunicated de isbe if you have arrogance, if you're so full of yourself, but also bishamta de lesbe claw. But also will excommunicate you if you don't have any arrogance whatsoever. This means to say, it shouldn't be that you get to the point that literally people are walking all over you and that you make yourself to be so pathetic that people make fun of you. Now, I mean, I know that this sounds like he's just contradicting himself from literally one line to the next. Before he had the Rambam who said to us that there is no Benoni, that there is no middle line. And over here he told us, no, there is a middle line. We'll understand this in a second. Now, let's just say the Machlech is first. But then the Machlech says, he says, look, that if somebody even has a little bit, then also we're going to get rid of him. Meaning, according to the second Damar, you should have no arrogance whatsoever. That the second Mahalach is, is that like what the Rambam said, that you have nothing whatsoever. Now, obviously the Gemara isn't going like the Rambam, right? The Rambam came much afterwards, but it says that that's the Halacha. Let's, let's understand this for real. When we say that, you get to the point that you need to have a little bit. So needing to have a little bit, this argument over here is, is that at what point are you a Ben Adam and not a Behemah? At what point will people not take you seriously anymore? That's really what we're looking at. 
The first Mandamar tells us that, look, if you have, if you have mamish, nothing of it, not even a spark of just self-worth, people will mamish just walk all over you, and, and then you're a behemoth. Then you're not a ben adam. Meaning, according to the first Mandamar, you need a little bit to just be a person. It's not the middle road, really. Although you use a Lashon of Bainanus, but the idea I believe over here is, is that you need a little bit to at least be a Ben Adam. Whereas the next Mandamar who says, get rid of it all, he says just the opposite. He says that the moment you enter into it, then you're thinking twisted. Then you're perverse. And then you're not a Ben Adam. So you have over here an argument from one edge to the next of exactly where it is. How do we come out? Well, we come out like the second one, meaning we come out that you should not have any arrogance. Don't worry what other people will do. Meaning they'll respect you for the fact that you're so completely humble, that you're such an anav. You'll be like Moshe Rabbeinu, that anav mikol adam, but everybody gave him that due respect. And he says, that we come out that it's a literal understanding within the Gemara, how the Rambam understands it, which is that you have none whatsoever because the moment you end up in arrogance, even a little bit, even having a little bit, already shamta, already that's excommunication because already you're not thinking like a human, already your mind is too big and now you're way too arrogant. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.